Welcome to the podcast, everyone. So today's guest is a little different than what we have been doing in the past. And the, today is the first of our Discover Sports series. So once a, once a month in our Facebook group, we are having a guest come in and talk about a sport that maybe you aren't that familiar with. Or maybe you have a idea of what you think that is about. Um, and when we find a sport or for ourselves or our children that we truly love, then we'll show up more or they'll show up more. And it's no longer a chore. It's, it's important to stay active, but when you find something that you really like, you're more likely to do it. So today we're talking to Dave Hargraves, who is a black belt with Taekwondo. He has taken his training with Unified Taekwondo. And his club is in Stetler, Alberta, Canada, which is a small town in central Alberta. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Dave. We talk about Taekwondo and why people love it, um, how Dave got into it and why he fell in love with it. And I hope that you'll get out of it is just to see that there is so many other sports to try and to open your horizons and look for something that you and your family will truly love. Hope you enjoy the episode. Just a reminder that the information on the podcast is just that. It's for your information. It is not intended to replace advice from your medical team. I hope that we inspire you, however, to be your own health advocate, to do your own research, talk to your medical team, and find out what is best for you. This episode of the podcast has been brought to you by your unique fuel system. Clean your gut, energize your health, and fuel your passions. Find the foods that are causing your illness and which ones will fuel your success. Good food is not good for you if that's what is causing your health issues. For more information about the program, go to yvonneking.ca and book a free discovery call with me. And let's see if the program is good for you. Hey, welcome everybody to Sweaty Saturday. Today I have a, a special guest on uh, with us today. His name is Dave Hargraves and we have known him for a little over probably 11, 12 years, ever since our daughter got involved in, um, in Taekwondo in Stellar. And today I wanted to talk about Taekwondo and martial arts and what's the difference and how do you get involved and all these kinds of things. Because when we find an activity for our kids or ourselves that we enjoy, we're gonna stick with it better. And not everybody's a good skater. Not everybody's good at hockey or soccer or ball. Sometimes there's um, other things that can be a good fit for our children um, and ourselves besides the ones that are more readily available to us. And so it's nice to be able to know a little bit more about our options and find something that fits for, for you and your family. So welcome, Dave. Uh, thanks for coming on today and talking to us about Taekwondo. And You're very welcome. And so tell me a little bit about Dave first before we get started as so people get to know you a little bit. Yeah, um, well, first off, I'm in my chore uh, clothes, so you'll have to forgive the, the gruffness or whatever, but, um, but I do have my Dual Dragons Taekwondo toque and my sweatshirt <laughs> on, so I'm representing. Um, so a little bit about myself. I was uh, born on a dairy farm in England. I've always been a farm kid, and uh, we emigrated in mid-70s when Canada was bitterly cold, if you ever remember that, and, uh, and grew up on the farm and uh, local uh, uh, schools and whatnot. But um, yeah, been here ever since and um, um, started Taekwondo when um, probably in 89, 
I believe. So I've been in it for quite a few years. And uh, uh, we started that to get my children into a little bit more activity and um, extracurricular. Um, we weren't really happy with the amount of physical exercise they were getting at school or the, uh, um, uh, the amount or, or preciseness. Um, school generalizes all that kind of stuff. So um, we tried hockey, but we're all terrible skaters. Um, so I'm a big soccer player, but my children, unfortunately, were not, or fortunately, you know. And then we stumbled, um, literally, I walked into a power pole in Stetler, and on it was stapled uh, a Taekwondo club meeting. So we checked it out, and it was just a, a little club, maybe six people, and, um, and we got our kids in their tiny little room. And uh, basically, on the third lesson, uh, my instructor needed help holding pads, and and whatnot and and uh, so I did that for him and uh, usually we the parents would sit on the side and he just looked at us one time and said okay which one of you want to join and the rest of them left so <laughs> it, was just, it was just me so I said well okay I'll, I'll give it a go and uh, I did have some martial arts training beforehand in England and uh, it was karate based and um, and that was uh, somewhat brutal but it's uh, this one was a uh, this Taekwondo was the instructor at that time was uh, quite friendly and, and it just, uh, it just fit, right? You just knew it was, uh, I can do this. It's not that, not that hard. So we started that and I joined. And then by the time I was green belt, I was uh, teaching a lot of the classes. And when I got my first degree black belt, he basically said, well, this school is yours. So take it over. And we had 14 kids at the time. And I felt that it was, I didn't have a lot of time to commit to it, and but I made time, and uh, we, I found jobs that uh, complemented my time factor. So, um, so I just made it work, and uh, we, at our most, we've had uh, just over 200 students, and uh, so it's grown. And now with the COVID, we've had to reduce the numbers and reduce the times and that we were available, but we're still hanging in there. And um, sorry to switch from personal to professional if you want but taekwondo has become really our our livelihood so yeah and um and it's a big part of our life if not the most so yeah 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 and and just so um a little bit on how we met is um our daughter was looking for something we were looking for something for her and she loved gymnastics but it was very sporadic we had a wonderful coach here in basha that did gymnastics but she kept having babies and so had to keep take breaks from gymnastics and we were trying to find something for andrea too and we were at a football game in stetler because our son was playing football on the team there and the kids the little kids the littler siblings would all go off and play to the park right and she comes running up to the stands mom mom i want to join taekwondo <laughs> i just about fell off the stand because our daughter is was this tiny little skinny slim little thing the wind would almost blow her over at that age she would have been like 11 or 12 i suppose and um i thought you're really a martial art <laughs> like really andrea you know someone's gonna hit you right <laughs> and and the moms they were of course everybody was around us and there was like a half a dozen families sitting around us that had kids that were doing you know football and and taekwondo with you or the younger siblings were doing taekwondo and they're all like oh you'll just love it like go let her have go and do a do one of the first couple classes and then go from there but she'll love it 
and we were so surprised. And, but it, when you look at it afterwards, it's really not that much a surprise because the things that she liked about gymnastics, the balance and the training and, the, and all that stuff, a lot of that has a lot to do with Taekwondo as well, right? And she just loved it. And we, um, years goes, years went by, we didn't realize that there was different kinds of Taekwondo and different kinds of, you know, so many different kinds of martial arts. We just, you know, joined because it was convenient to us. But it has been a, such a blessing in Andrea's life. Um, and I know there's so many kids, like you said, you're about 200 at one point, but there's a lot of kids that have went and trained for years and years with you. Mm -hmm. And, and then I've moved on and some of them are helping to open up other, other clubs. Things are, you know, a little more complicated now with COVID and stuff, right. but a lot of them have opening up little satellite clubs in their communities under you. And it's just so amazing to see how much the club has grown in the time frame that, you know, that we've been involved in it as well. Yeah. And the kids, you know, to see how they have grown and how much Taekwondo has, has helped them. Um, you know, to become the people that they have become, the, the adults yeah. that they have become, yeah. right? I think that's the most rewarding part of, of teaching is to see the changes in the children and, uh, and to see how much um, they grow and, uh, and some come out of their shell and some um, learn to calm their aggressiveness and, and, and it's, it's so rewarding to see that change in them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody gets something different out of it because they all have, we're all uniquely different people. Right. And so we have different things to get out of it. But I know for Andrea, like it made a huge difference on her um, self-esteem and her confidence levels and all of those kinds of things. Her, her ability to go out and, and talk to people, um, yeah. to get, get her out of her shell. Um, but yet when she went on a holiday a few years ago um, for two months, you know, all by yourself to Africa and people asked us, you know, isn't that scary? So well, yeah, of course, a little bit. But we knew that she could take care of herself if, um, if she was ever in that situation. And that made such a big difference. And as she was in high school, too, just to know that, you know, she had a skill to, to defend herself if she ever needed to. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I always said to each one of the black belts, if I tie a black belt around you, I know you can look after yourself and I won't be worried. And I've been punched and kicked by Andrea a few times. And she's quite she's quite good at what she does so yeah so i was i was not worried i was excited for her i was surprised by her um going to africa but it was it was something that i really wasn't worried about so, yeah 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 and she would never have had the confidence to do that if she hadn't been yeah. involved in yeah. taekwondo right yeah. and it's not just and i think one of the biggest things for us as a family that we notice and of course as she's older now she she notices it too or you know but is that it, it becomes such a family and you kind of said that a little bit before, right? And when you find a group that really fits with your, um, your own family's philosophy and, and values, right? It becomes, you, they become a big part of the family. And she refers to, you know, as you as her second dad and a lot of the other different ones as uncles. And, you know, like that's, yeah. how, that's how, you know, she doesn't really call it that, but, but, she, um, but that's how she feels, right? They're like big brothers yeah. and uncles to yeah. her and stuff. And she, she, yeah. and she knows that if she ever needs help, um, they'd be there for her, right? Yeah. And Absolutely. I know years ago, I was, um, I was working for Family Support Services in Basha and I had to be part of, or I got the pleasure of being part of uh, the educational program for, um, for the um, suicide prevention program. And one of the biggest things that we always taught people was the more that um, kids have other adults besides their parents in their lives that they can 
um, they can talk to and they can, um, you know, relate to, the more resilient they are to the things that happen in their lives. As, as yeah. stuff yeah. changes happen in their lives, whether that just be the normal changes or the teenage changes or whatever, the more people in their lives that they have that they can, they can reach out to and talk to, the stronger they become, right? Yeah. And more yeah. resilient to change. Never, a child can never have an, uh, enough love is, uh, is a good saying that I've heard. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and one of the things that um, you are really good at is um, finding that balance where their kids need to respect you, which they all really do, right? And they listen to you, but they, they love you so much and they feel that love when they walk in the, in the door, right? And, and then we also up here, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? But they, they, want to, they want to please you, right? They want to do well. And so they don't disrespect because a lot of people put their kids into martial arts because they want them to learn respect, right? And exactly, yeah. Both, yeah. both for other people and for themselves. Yes, yeah, and discipline. And, and it does teach that. I'm not the one to crack the whip there, but if I, if, I, if I need their attention, they know when I've got my serious voice. But yeah, there you go. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and I think that's a real, um, something you've done really well at teaching all of Thank your you. other um, black belts and stuff to, to have that, right? To find that balance yeah. between, you know, being their friend and being their leader, right? And their, their yeah. trainer, so. Yeah. yeah, thank you. So Dave, tell me a little bit about the different types of Taekwondo, because there are some different types. We didn't realize when we started yeah. that there was different times. Yeah. <laughs> well, it all got started uh, way back uh, general, when, uh, when uh, Japan occupied Korea, they outlawed all um, local martial arts, Korean-based martial arts. And so General Choi, who was the founder, he um, trained in Shotokan Karate. Uh, he became a second degree black belt in Shotokan Karate, which uh, is a quite a rigid and uh, very hard style martial arts. Where, um, and so then in, uh, a long story short, he broke away from that. And then when uh, uh, Korea uh, gained its freedom in 1945, they began to redeveloped their own local martial arts and he was in the uh, Korean army and uh, he came up with this uh, blended style of all the uh, Kwans in Korea and determined the name would be Kwondo. Only that type of Taekwondo is much like uh, Shotokan Karate where it's very linear, uh, very solid and straight and, um, and he based it on that really. Um, so later on in the 60s, there became uh, a world group who wanted to split from, from uh, international Taekwondo. And um, they focused more on the sport side of things. That's the, the Taekwondo that you'll see in the Olympics and, um, and focused more on leg kicks. And they were encouraged to reduce hand attacks because the Olympics already had boxing. So that's why the Olympics had a big development in world Taekwondo. And so there's the biggest two differences. Now, as far as uh, Unified Taekwondo International that, that we belong to, it is a blend of the two. And we've always been hoping that the two would rejoin and have one uh, uh, blended curriculum. Um, realize that that really is not going to happen anytime soon. So my grandmaster, Grandmaster Copper, out of Saskatoon here in Canada, um, he devised uh, a curriculum all of our own and blended the, uh, the patterns or forms or kata, if you will, into 
basically the best moves out of both um, traditional forms from World Taekwondo and International Taekwondo and um, came up with our own. So ours are, they focus on a balance between right side, left side. Uh, so you come, become quite ambidextrous uh, in the forms and uh, which we all need to, to, to learn a little bit better. And, um, and the curriculum kind of suits the, uh, the, the forms that we, we do. We take the moves directly out of the forms and put them in our uh, self-defense and our, uh, what we call a step sparring and ultimately in our uh, sparring sparring. So it's uh, there in a nutshell is, is quite the difference. There is so many other uh, Taekwondo organizations and for every organizations, they will follow a set uh, uh, patterns or forms or pumsa or kata, if you, whatever you call it. But, um, and they can vary from what we view as, uh, wow, that's really cool to absolute copy. <laughs> but in a nutshell that's that's basically what uh, we've we've uh, come up with um what i like about uti is our curriculum that we're based on it is really quite functional and it, it makes sense and um and there's a lot of uh and it's always in development because uh people are not all the same size they're not all the same strength so you have to kind of modify somewhat but um to to make it work for everybody uh, but also in the same fact of staying true to the original um, defense so. mm -hmm. and that's a really good point that you know it's adaptive because um i have seen of course you know over the years we've seen a lot of people you know come and go um in the club and and stuff but we've seen a lot of parents join because they just wanted to be active their little kids are in it and they just didn't want to sit out in the car and wait instead yep. You know, and they're all different sizes, all different shapes. Some can't kick up high enough, right? And then you got my daughter who can, like, on one of her tests, <laughs> kicks something over her head, right? Backwards can do the splits like yeah. crazy, right? And that shouldn't deter people. You don't, right? But you see someone like yeah. my daughter, Andrew, has this massive flexibility. You see, I can't do that. But they don't actually have to do that, right? No. Like, you can look, you teach them how to adapt things and how to use their own strengths to their advantages. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do have relatives that are in other martial arts and uh, other friends and uh, that are in other martial arts. And you have to meet a certain criteria uh, to be able to progress in that martial arts. And I'm, I'm, I don't agree with that because of the fact that everybody's different. Everybody has a different capability. So you have to play on the strengths of each individual. No, you were just saying that you ad you adapt it. You can help people learn to adapt it to their oh, abilities, absolutely. right? And absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've I've seen that lots. We've seen lots of the adults that we've been so. It's like so awesome, Ron and I just love to be able to go to the different black belt tests and be there, you know, for them and be part of of that accomplishment yeah. for them, right? And and some of them can't kick, you know, th that high, right? And that's yeah. totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's so nice that this can be adaptive. In fact, we even at one of our um, competitions, we've had people who have, have hearing disabilities. We've had somebody, um, uh, one of our uh, sister clubs, right, has, has, was blind, right? Mm -hmm. And that hasn't stopped them either, right? The instructors have yeah. all been fantastic about helping them to learn where, what their strengths are and, and adaptive yeah. and, it's, and, and they have done so, so well. And it's, it's as yeah. a parent, it's yeah. just so fantastic to see that they've always been um, 
taught to use their advantages and and um, and to be involved in it, right? That's right. And you can't say just because you can't do a technique that you can't learn any more self-defense. It just doesn't make sense, yeah. right? So uh, however far they want to go, you've got to be able to protect yourself. And that's really the end game of it all. Whether they're a gold Olympic medalist in uh, forms or sparring, that's beside the point. It's, it's to learn to defend yourself. Yeah. 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 And, and to be able to, you know, use it when you need it, but not use yeah. it when, yeah. I know, remember Andrea, one time she had a little disagreement with the neighbor boy and it was the new boy moved next door and they were playing and he hit her really hard with a, sti uh, a stick and she <laughs> kicked him and gave him a bloody nose. And she was so worried about coming back to class because she had hurt somebody. <laughs> but I mean, she did it in self-defense. He yep. shouldn't have yep. hit her with a yep. stick, right? Yep. And, and she didn't hurt him. She just woke him up. <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty, yeah, very good. Um, so Dave, tell us a little bit about your clubs. We, you have a few clubs in a different, um, few different communities. So mostly here in central Alberta though. Yep. Yeah. We, um, our head school is in Stetler and that's our headquarters there. So, um, um, we have, um, I think it's 3000 square foot, um, place on main street. That's our main club. We have, uh, of course, Bashaw. We've moved locations, uh, to the ag center, um, for this year. Um, we have a little school in uh, Red Deer that's at the uh, rec center um, that we rent from the city and Andrea is actually teaching for that one. Uh, we did have one in Rimby, but the school is shut down to any outside rentals for now. So hopefully we'll get that back. We did have one um, up in Whitehorse in Yukon, um, but she's unable to find a place there for this year. Um, and yeah, so we usually, or we used to have one in uh, Castor, so we kind of spread out all through the local communities and um, we'll drive about uh, an hour's distance and uh, to each, each school, but um, no, it's well worth it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's other, so for other people that are, you know, in other areas of central Alberta too, there mm -hmm. are, and, and Saskatchewan, there's a sister clubs yeah. from the UTI um, out in yeah. Saskatchewan, the head club being in uh, Saskatoon, but there's yeah. um, Yorkton and different areas in that area too. Yep. So people yeah. can check out your website, which is, which is what, what's your website now, Dave? It's uh, dualdragonstkd.com. So D-U-A-L, dragons, D-R-A-G-O-N-S-T-K-D.com. Right. And then if and they... we're also on Facebook too. So, um, and it's under Dual Dragons Taekwondo for, for just Dual Dragons Taekwondo for the Stetler area. And then we got Dual Dragons Taekwondo Red Deer. Kate had one for Rimby. And um, we've got links to other of, of our sister clubs and, and that. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we have some excellent sister clubs. Um, Absolutely. Um, not that far away either, right? So yeah. if people want to connect, they can um, connect and they can take a look at those ones as well. Um, we have some excellent, um, excellent black belts in our organization that we yeah. are so blessed. And it's, it's just, um, that's a UTI um, Work, the way that UTI is, right, is everybody yep. works together and helps yeah. each other and helps each other's students. And so when you go yep. to a, a tournament that um, is one of our club's tournaments, then it's just, it's a big family. And, it is, yeah. And um, other clubs are um, always greeting your kids and uh, happy to step in and help when, when necessary and yeah. make sure that yeah. they all feel comfortable and, and confident about what they're doing and, exactly. and that they are having fun at the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Enjoying themselves, right? Of course, they have to be respectful yeah. and everything. But yeah. 
That's really great. Anyway, thanks so much, Dave. I'll let you get your chores done, but thanks for coming on and, um, and talking to us a little bit about Taekwondo and um, any um, final words you wanna leave anybody with about martial arts or about Taekwondo? Um, well, about uh, what, Taekwondo has become everything that I do really. So it doesn't matter what I touch. It's, um, it's influenced by my training. So whether it's uh, chores or, or just greeting people or dealing with people, it's, um, it, it's helped in so many factors of my life. And I really would like to uh, give everybody that sort of opportunity to, to, uh, to be able to handle any situation and all situations are stressful. It's just however many, however much you allow it to, to be. So if you've got a way to handle that, it just makes life so much easier. Yeah. yeah. And, in, and in fact, the UTI has um, the tenants of Taekwondo and actually mm -hmm. when you look at the tenants in Taekwondo. It's, it's what we want our, our family and our children to live their life like. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's about a lifestyle and, and, and bringing that lifestyle into their, yeah. their entire life and respecting everybody and, and taking yeah. care of the future. Right? So yeah. Anyway, thanks so much for joining us. And Thank so you. if people are interested, you're, I know um, Basho, the registration starts uh, uh, on the 9th on the Wednesday. Yeah. Eight, I believe. Yeah. And you yeah. have registration already um, started in Stetler. In Stetler, yeah. And we still have, I think, there's uh, two or three classes that have uh, one or two spots available, and uh, but they filled fast. Again, with the COVID restrictions, we've had to reduce the numbers, so it's uh, really important to to get in there and get registered and get your classes on. And, yeah. And, so it's uh, a little different than normal years. Make sure that you get rid of it as, as quickly as you can so that you can get one of those spots because that you absolutely. do, you'd have to yeah. make some changes this year. So absolutely. And then some of the clubs that maybe aren't running this year, you know, keep in contact with you guys because that um, just there's situation this year is a unique situation, yep. um, yeah. but that doesn't mean they won't be back. Right. And so I, I know the, the instructors in those areas are want very badly to, to get that back and running again as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Thanks for joining us, Dave. Have a great weekend. Thank you very much. You and enjoy. Too. We look forward to seeing you in the gym. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Remember to join us at yvonneking.ca slash podcast to find all the information about how to connect with today's guests, as well as our show notes. And if you are listening on the podcast, you will find the YouTube link and vice versa. If you're listening to it on YouTube, you will find the podcast link. So you can make it easy for you to watch it in whichever format you prefer and as well to share with anybody you think might benefit from this information. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and we'll see you next week.
And if you, um, if you are listening to this after the six, that's okay. You can catch up. It's not that difficult. So just uh, send me a message and we'll get you added to the group so you can be part of the pantry renovation challenge as well.